You are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 23, the reason you don't have what you want. Before we start today's episode, I would love to share another five-star review from Chicago Kate. Wow. She speaks from the soul. Amazing words of wisdom. Let them sink in. Thanks for sharing your gift with the world. And thanks for sharing your review with us, Chicago Kate. It is so appreciated that you tune in and spend the extra minute to give us a five-star review. If you would love your five-star review to be featured on the Hearts Unleashed podcast, head over to iTunes or Facebook and give us your five-star review and let us know how the Hearts Unleashed podcast has impacted your life. All right, I'm calling it out. It is the reason that you don't have what you want. I'm not even going to waste a minute on it. You don't believe it. You don't believe it. You either don't believe in it, you don't believe it's true, you don't believe it's possible, or you don't believe that you deserve it. Because it's very likely that you have plenty of evidence that like it's possible out in the world for others, but for some reason you don't deserve it. And it probably exists around that not good enough conversation that we've had before. So I am not wasting a minute in today's 15-minute fill-up. We are diving straight into not believing that you deserve your dreams because enough is enough on not getting to have them. And so honestly, guys, this conversation is going to take some real digging into your heart, your soul, your spirit, and into your mind. Because most of the barriers, if not all, exist in your mind, and then we build them up around our heart. So yeah, we're diving right in and we're going to get real honest with this one. Now, what I want to have you look at, and this is honestly some really powerful work that I do with my own clients, is finding out what's in the way, right? And it's really important to find out what's in the way because you may have these really big dreams and really big goals or they don't even have, you know, like big is relative, by the way. So obviously I'm talking to entrepreneurs a lot, but I love the idea that this conversation applies to literally every single human on the planet. And so when I say big goals, they're big for you. And everyone's big is different because like my big is speaking in front of 17,000 people on stage at the MGM Grand. Like that's my big. And then before when I was like 23 and 24, my big was being a mom of four in Chicago with a house. Like so it's all different and there's none that are better or worse than each other because someone else's big may be to be a corporate CEO or a freaking train conductor. I don't know. (laughs) However, what I mean is if you have these dreams that have always lingered with you or like when people ask what, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up and you have that answer and you really know for sure or in your heart and then you constantly find yourself only striving to get there, there's something in your way. The quickest, fastest way to find out is what we're going to do right now. So pretend you're one-on-one with me, which, I mean, technically you are kind of, right? But 
pretend we're on the phone and you're telling me that you want this really big goal. And I just say, okay, go get it. What comes up? If you were to tell me, if we were sitting face to face and you were to tell me what you want, you want to be a star musician, you want to be a well-known author, you want that promotion, go get it. What comes up for you? Now, it's very likely that what may initially come up is your reasons why you can't have it or can't go for it or don't have it already. First thing we're going to look at is the excuses because that's outside of you. What we do is we look for things outside of us as reasons why we can't just go for what we want. And behind the excuse is that feeling of inadequacy or as if we don't deserve it or something along those lines. So beyond your excuses, my question for you is, what are you staying right about? Now, most people don't understand this question when they're first asked. So I'm going to like explain for a minute. What are you staying right about? So I'm just going to like throw it out there for myself because this even still, this still comes up. I may be a public speaker, but I haven't landed those, you know, $10,000 gigs, $20,000 gigs. And that's a big dream of mine. And so when people, if my coach were to say, okay, go get it, I'd be like, oh, but I don't know anybody. Or like, I'm not, I'm not worthy is really the root conversation. I'm not worth $20,000 for a speaking gig. Like that's bigger than me. Guys, I'm being straight up. I still deal with that and I'm still growing into it. And you better believe I'm on my way. However, what I stay right about is that it's a dream that belongs in the future. I'm supposed to become better or different or more of myself before I get to have that. And honestly, it's just not true. It's just a barrier that I haven't kicked down yet. And so I'm staying right that I'm not big enough to get paid that much or to be sought out in that way or for gigs that size. And so, you know, I'm speaking, speaking, (laughs) but what are you speaking? What is the conversation that you're not blank enough? What are you staying right about? And begin to give that up. Begin to let go of that because I'll tell you what, two years ago, my conversation was I can't get clients because I'm not blank enough. And it's just a conversation about staying right. It's almost like you insist that you're not good enough so that you can stay where you are or not do the next scary thing. Speaking of like the next scary thing, there's the option of facing that or there's the option of staying comfortable. And I want to use the word, and I've said it a little bit in the podcast, but I want to get into the conversation of victimhood. My number one goal is that you don't take that offensively, which if you've been listening to the podcast this far, I'm pretty sure like you've opened your mind and your heart, but not everybody likes to hear, hey, you're being a victim <laughs> and it because it's not that comfortable to hear, but we are, we do it all the time. And honestly, we love it. 
We have this secret relationship with our victimhood because it does allow us to stay safe and comfortable and not have to feel that like raw vulnerability or exposure of being a leader. So the other side of the same coin is leader or responsible. Now, when said that way, it can sting a little bit too is like, okay, Again, I'm going to give you my own personal example is I was saying to my coach, this was a, like a year and a half ago. I'm like, I want more clients. I want more clients. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, go get it. And then I just rattled off all the reasons I couldn't. And she's like, yeah, you're being a victim right now. And I'm like, no, I just like, I want to attract my clients. I want them to come to me. And she was like, hmm. Sounds like you're not willing to be responsible at all. (laughs) I did not like this conversation, but it was so true. I was not willing to take responsibility for the quality and the direction of my life. And I just wanted it to show up for me. And as I've stated before, and I've only can state it because I've learned the hard way, is I have spent that time sitting around waiting for for clients or speaking opportunities to come to me. And I'll tell you what, it didn't work out very well. I sat there pouting and I was being a victim of my own choices. And I was being a victim of my irresponsibility. And so when it's time to shift into your leadership, what leadership actually means is being the leader of your life, the leader of your dreams, causing something to happen by going out and grabbing it or getting it or putting yourself at the front of the line for it. Now, What that really puts us up for is potential rejection. And we hate it. We hate it as humans. I know I do. It's not the most fun thing. However, I've just learned to love that feeling. And what I've learned to do is shift it from, oh, this sucks. No one's going to keep jumping into something that sucks. Like, I don't care how courageous you are, if your conversation is, it sucks, then it's not going to actually be an enjoyable experience, I promise you. Even like writing these days, like content creation for me, because you see me writing all the time, right? It's vulnerable and it's raw and it's real and it requires my effort. If I showed up to write every day and said, oh, this sucks, Oh my gosh, I I probably wouldn't be doing it for much longer. However, it's fun. And I choose that it's fun. And that it's an expression of me, which it is very authentically. But you guys, if you haven't heard me say this yet, motivation lasts as long as a shower. Zig Ziglar is the one who says it is like, it requires daily effort and daily commitment and a daily choice because it really does last like a shower. Within 24 hours, you're dirty, stinky, and greasy again. You've got to be the one to amp yourself up. And it really doesn't require that much effort. It just requires like self-love and self-awareness. And so the reason you don't have what you want is because You haven't been willing to admit that you don't think you deserve it or you'd rather it's like easier to stay a victim and blame and have your excuses and stay right that it it, you don't get it than to just stop like serious just stop (laughs) it's the best coaching I've ever received is hey knock it off. 
and then go get it. Your fears will be there. Your insecurities will be there. But they aren't the thing that control your life anymore when you just stop and choose to go for it. So when I'm applying for a TED Talk or I'm emailing people where I'm like, I don't like they're not even going to read my email because like my I'm staying right that I'm not big enough. I just stop that conversation and I do it anyways. And it makes all the difference. Now that we've talked about just stopping, okay, it's, you know, it's it's like suck it up, buttercup. And I don't know how to say it better because this is a one-sided conversation right now. But if I were talking with a client, the next conversation would be me asking, are you willing to believe? Are you willing to go for that dream? Like really go for it. Take actionable steps towards that dream. It usually comes up is the next thing is, okay, I'm willing, but I don't know how. And this is a beautiful spot. So I'm going to ask you, I'm like, I'm going to pause my podcast and ask you, are you willing to believe that you deserve the dream that you have? If yes, great. And sometimes we even say it and we still don't mean it. I'm going to ask you to like, you know, look, keep looking for yourself. Maybe listen to this again. But it's so important. Are you willing to believe you can have that life? And if the answer is yes, and the next natural thing that comes up is like, okay, I'm willing now, but now what do I do? That's perfect. But the next thing that you have to be willing, beyond willing to believe, is having the willingness to succeed and the willingness to fail. Because it's going to go one way or another. And no matter which way it goes, it's perfect. If you fail, that is that means two things. One, it's a redirection. you got to keep being creative, keep steering, keep going, keep driving on. And it also just means that if you fail, it just means you took an inefficient action. If I want this, you know, $10,000 gig speaking and I email a secretary, that's probably an inefficient action to get a hold of the proper channel, the proper person who would actually hire me to speak, right? So I may email the front line of a business and not make it through. And then I say, oh my God, I was right. I'm worthless. Nobody wants me. Like the conversation could go on and I can stay right where I am. Or I can email again, or maybe I pick up the phone and keep making attempts. Maybe I start an Instagram campaign to reach that person. Like I keep trying to do this with Reese Witherspoon. I don't know when she's going to hear from me, but I would love to be in her book club. It's Hello Sunshine. And I am just like, I follow it constantly. And I keep trying to reach directly to Reese Witherspoon. I even know, I even know someone who like might know her. So I'm always taking swings. And I'll never stop because I want to be in a book club that I get to reach women who like women and men. But I know that women like my language much better (laughs) and the book, of course. But I want to share this book because I'll tell you what, 
I know it's a damn good book. And I also know that it really sheds light on transformation for others. And I am very committed to getting this out in the world. And so I've like always wanted to be in the Reese Witherspoon book club. And another one is the Emma Watson book club. She's an amazing woman. And she's this like graceful, beautiful feminist who just also puts out and promotes more power in the world for women to step into their greatness. And so, oh my gosh, I, sorry, I trailed off on my goals. (laughs) You guys, the thing about it is if I let this, who am I conversation stop me, I'm never going to get to impact women the way I am truly committed to doing so. So I have to put my own ego aside. I have to be willing to fail. And I also have to be willing to succeed because here's the funny part about this. If Reese or Emma were to say, oh, hell yeah, I love your book. We're putting it in the book club. I don't even know that I have enough books to fulfill an order like that. So then I get all scared about, well, where am I going to come up with the books and blah, blah, blah. It goes in every direction. And the reason I bring this conversation to you is to normalize it and to invite you to knock it off with the negative conversation and to just go get it. So if you're seeing this, it's becoming more clear for you. Stop doing what you're doing. Stop the limiting beliefs and sabotaging ways. Just stop for even 15 minutes to allow you to oh, like create some head and heart space that will say, okay, then if I'm willing, what's, what step am I going to take? And take that step. And if it's not a sufficient step, you're going to learn that it's not a sufficient step. Don't make yourself wrong for those insufficient steps. They're all part of the learning process, especially if you've been hiding out this long. It's time to go play the game. And you don't win every game you play. Okay? And it's okay. You dust yourself off, you get back in the game. And so I absolutely love you. And I am just, I'm sick and tired of you not having your dreams. (laughs) And me too. I can promise you that I'm over here doing the same exact work that you're doing and just at a different level or pace. And no matter where we all are, it's perfect because there's people ahead of me that I look up to and like scratch my head about how they're doing it too. And we're all perfect. It's all in due time. And wherever we are is preparing us for where we're going. So don't stop. Don't stop moving. I definitely already said stop with the limiting stuff, but don't stop going for your goals. And when this conversation is over, end it smile, check yourself out in the mirror and remind yourself that you are freaking amazing and bold and beautiful and courageous and go take an action, an inspired action. I absolutely love you. Go create the life you love. It's time to stop dreaming and start doing. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like a wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. 
Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality.